Welcome to the Listen Up Ladies podcast, where we talk all things pelvic floor, pain with sex, bladder leakage, and everything in between. My name is Rachel Fitt. And my name is Sarah Anderson, and we are pelvic health physiotherapists in Australia who both share the same passion when it comes to giving you the right information that is backed by scientific evidence on all things women's health. Please note this content is general in nature and should not be substituted for medical advice, diagnosis, and or treatment. minutes to be back on the microphone <laughs> and believe it or not sarah and i are actually in the same room recording this yes. on the gold coast which is super exciting so good so rach just flew up this morning which is so exciting because it was torrential rain and poor rach is coming from you know beautiful sunny melbourne to beautifully rainy gold coast but that's totally fine because we've got plenty to catch up on in the meantime anyway yes and we're in sarah's brand new clinic which is so exciting so we're going to dive into that in a second but we just wanted to jump on here and just have a quick recap of 2021 because that was a massive year for our podcast we launched pretty much a year ago almost today yeah it's gone pretty fast but it says Take us away. Tell us about your 2021 and this new amazing clinic that you have. It has been such a massive year. I feel like everyone can say that, but I never expected to have a clinic by the end of the year. Like Mm -hmm. that was kind of in my vision of the future plan, but it was never at the forefront of my mind. Like I was never, you know, I want this now. I want to have in two months time, but it kind of happened that way. Like I was dilly dallying with looking at places to lease and I was, you know, finding what I could afford and what kind of rooms I want, how many treatment rooms, how many reformers, what gym space. And I actually found this place like I reckon six months ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't even, I drove past, didn't even you know, come in to have a look at it, but I sort of had it in the back of my mind. And then I had a meeting with my accountant who is literally down the road, which is very convenient. <laughs> and I drove past here on the way to my meeting. It was, it was basically about like, now look, if I find a place to lease, like where am I at? business numbers wise like can I what can I afford like blah 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 and then I was like just in case I find something can we just make sure I've got a plan in place I wasn't looking at all but I just happened to drive past this place again and I kind of peeked through the window and I saw the VJ walls and I was like wow it's a sign obviously if you know what VJ is it's like beautiful panel it's just it's a really nice look and we had them in our house and I just love it but anyway so I like you know an offer in and it happened so fast like within four weeks Mm -hmm. it was really within three weeks the contract was signed and then within four weeks from then we did the fit out and then we opened like Mm -hmm. it was wild Mm -hmm. so it was crazy and it's so beautiful you should be so proud I think it's so nice that you just like had that vision and you you know did some background research in terms of the numbers and stuff but then you were like i'm just gonna do it like yeah there's no good time right there's no perfect time to start a business like this yeah you just have to dive head first and you did it and that's That's the thing i think like this year i've learned that life is way too short Mm -hmm. because we've all had such a big year i think I'm just going to do it and I want to be like, you know that movie Yes Man? I kind of want to just say, yep, sure. Obviously within reason, (laughs) but I don't want to, like I'm very much someone who I'll do, I'll get it done like straight away. Like Mm -hmm. I don't want to, 
I, you know, I may not make the best decision, but I'll just like say, yep, let's just do it. Like, mm-hmm. let's get it done. Otherwise, if I don't do that, I will get nothing done. Mm-hmm. So I just have to like jump at it and just, you know, dive in head first mm-hmm. and then see what happens. And it's all going to be a learning experience anyway, I you know? Like, And sometimes I think with business, it's sometimes better to be naive about things mm-hmm. and not maybe do the research and know heaps, right? Because yeah. if you know too much, you think about it more and then you doubt yourself more yeah. and then you don't do it, right? Yeah. Or it takes you ages to yeah. get there. So... It's just been the biggest learning curve because anyone who has a business, especially with their own like space, it's it's really hard to work out budgeting as well. Mm. Like I fully did a budget of how much money I would need to spend and what the fit out would cost me, and it was literally like more than double which I had estimated. It was more than double what I you know actually yeah. budgeted. But you just forget things, and now I'm going through the process of like writing contracts with mm-hmm. lawyers to like to hire a physio and like get contractors in to rent the room and that stuff is like so above my head yeah. like at the end of the day you and I always say this Rach we're literally physios we are not business yeah. people so the business stuff is so hard it's like another like career altogether right yeah being someone that owns a business it really is but you have had a very exciting year too just to digress from the business stuff you have a very big rock on your finger <laughs> yes. which is so exciting so Rach got engaged was it it was early in July s- yeah early July July yeah so it feels like a that, lifetime that, I, ago I swear that was like two months ago I know I That's know crazy. but it's too like it does feel like it wasn't that long ago but at the same time feels like it was forever ago yep. so when we went up there yeah. we were really lucky to get out of um, Melbourne and go and you went to you went to Sundays Sundays yeah and then we came back and we went straight into a lockdown yeah. again and that lasted like I don't know, nearly four months. Yeah. So it was the weirdest, like, time has just been, like, yeah. a weird concept anyway. But, yeah. So exciting. exciting. Planning a wedding. Yes. And planning engagements. And... Yeah, and it's it's so overwhelming, though, the word wedding. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I totally understand. I never understood, actually, why people spent so much money on weddings and things like that. Mm. But as I've researched, I so see how it can happen. Because if you want to throw a big wedding, like... The costs just pile up. It's unbelievable. And like I said with business, like things that you don't think about when you're budgeting for something like a wedding, all these other things come up and you're like, oh, of course we need wedding rings. Like Mm. that costs a lot of money, but you don't think about that when you're planning your wedding. Mm. Like just things like that. So So super exciting though. 2022 is going to be a massive year for Dylan and I. So it's... Yeah, very, and, very exciting. And Charlie. Oh, my, oh gosh. my God, If Charlie. you guys follow Rachel on Instagram, hashtag, it's hashtag, no, what is it? The at, the at, at symbol at physio for women yeah. underscore. Oh, my gosh. You guys need to follow <laughs> Rachel purely for obviously her great content, but for Charlie. Oh, my God. He's so cute. Oh. I'm already going to be, like, one of those parents, though, that just, like, has their phone full of, like, baby pictures and stuff because my camera oh roll my is literally 99.8% yeah. yeah. Charlie. Like. 100%. How can you not though? He's so cute. He's so cute. cute. I'm so biased though. I'm like, he's the cutest dog I've ever seen. (laughs) I'll be like FaceTiming Rach and he'll be like literally head on her chest cuddling her. He's the cutest thing. (laughs) No, he's so good. And he's been like so good for Dylan and I. Just like switching off from work at night time and on the weekends. Like, I don't know. It's made home 
a lot more relaxing, I mm-hmm. think. So he's yeah. been so good, but yeah. we love him. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to meet he's him so far cute. out. Yeah. We have lots of trips booked this year, actually, because now yeah. that borders are opening up, Rachel and I can actually travel to see each other and maybe go mm-hmm. and visit a guest in a different states to do a podcast. Yes. Oh, my gosh. There's just so much so Rachel and I want to actually do for our podcast. Like, we want to interview more people, and we, we sort of envisioned 2021 to have three seasons, but mm-hmm. we were kind of, we were very happy ambitious but <laughs> we got two done and then we were just getting so busy hey yeah. like we just couldn't sustain 100%. three seasons and I think just even with COVID I think we were just like mentally and emotionally oh. just like burnt out like we just all we just almost didn't have like the brain capacity mm. to do it the last four no. months I no. like and I think everyone can probably relate to that, that yeah we just couldn't do it so yeah um it was nice to have a break I think because it's so exciting mm. to come back to it without making it a chore because I think if we'd pushed through that burnout that we were both suffering yeah. from it would have become something we hated yeah. so um we're back we are very much back <laughs> we're back and we're just so keen to learn more because obviously yeah. you guys get a lot of information but we learn so much too like so the people much. we have on the podcast they yeah. are amazing so absolutely we have but, some good ideas for the new year which we won't announce just yet but we'll yeah. um we'll keep you guys posted they as it gets coming. as it comes <laughs> yes but we have a couple of questions yeah. we might go through with like highs and lows of 2021 and then we'll um yeah we'll work answer them and see what what our answers are and and absolutely so let's start with you says do you want to talk us through like a highlight of 2021 like what was your biggest achievement or something that really stood out either like professional or personal um this year i think the highlight there was probably two that were neck and neck was buying a house with chris that was oh my gosh we didn't even talk about that i know there's been too much going on that was very cool that happened very quickly as well and then the clinic the clinic has been has been really exciting too but buying a house was obviously they were very they were on par they were yeah on par. both amazing yeah, things yeah. but what was your highlight oh well i mean getting obviously engaged. getting engaged yeah. <laughs> <laughs> getting engaged with charlie like two major yeah. things that happened this year so yeah. they were yeah amazing yeah but i think even just like seeing the business grow over the mm. year and how that's developed and the opportunities that that's you know mm-hmm. like Arising, I don't even know if that's <laughs> that'll do. English still is not my strong point, guys, as you know. But <laughs> we're working uh, on it. Yeah. <laughs> my parents would be listening to this and just like roll their eyes and be like, "Yep, that's Rachel. Yep, <laughs> that's our daughter." <laughs> anyway, the opportunities that it's presenting is really exciting. So yeah. I think that it's probably not—it's not like the highlight, but it's been something really nice. Um, given what 2021 kind of delivered in Victoria this year so and Rachel's books are you're booked out for like six to eight weeks which is yeah uh, absolutely amazing yeah, it's yeah super like for exciting. physio that's really hard to do and it just proves it just goes to show how good you are at what you do because your books show it like you're so yeah. busy you're, you help so many people and Rachel's such like Obviously, I'm biased because you're my best friend, yeah. but I know I know how good Rachel is because she takes her time with her patients. Like, there's no rushing. It's just, yeah, you guys, if you're in Melbourne and you, you need to see a physio in pelvic floor, Rach, you guys need to go see Rach. But book in now yes. for, like, because you can't get in until, yeah, like, yeah, May, exactly, so. Literally. Yeah, but, like, I mean, other physios, and you would yourself know, says as well, because you're so busy, that it's so stressful when you're booked out that far in advance and you feel like you're constantly, like, working overtime. 
time yep. and you know things like that so yep. but no it's very exciting yeah but moving on to I suppose the things that were very challenging mm. or the low low lights we mm-hmm. call it I don't mm-hmm. even know if that's a thing but um what yeah. would you say has been the most challenging or the hardest thing about 2021 yeah I think the obvious one would be COVID for both of us mm. like I think that is a no-brainer but to be honest, the business stuff was really hard. Like I would find myself going, I wouldn't sleep for like nights yeah. because you'd wake up and you'd think, oh my God, have I, have I got insurance for X, Y, Z? Have I, and you know, like having a business, you know, you think about everything at mm-hmm. nighttime and 24 seven, you don't just work for yourself. You work like literally 24 seven. So I guess there were times where I would come to the clinic and I'd be like in tears because I'd be so stressed that I'd get angry at like mum or Chris and be like, everything's not working. And they'd be like, Sarah, it's fine. Like (laughs) it was just, that was really hard to try and do everything on my own. Like obviously Mm. I had help from my family and like you and I had heaps of help. But at the end of the day, it's my, I'm the owner of the business. So everything's got to be my decision. And I I think I got decision fatigue really quickly because I had to decide on everything like mm-hmm. the color of the walls the type of reform the type of treatment bed which is bloody like 25 billion different types of treatment beds yeah like absolutely. i had to decide everything and i just there was a point where i was like i wish i had someone to like decide for me and just do it for mm-hmm. me and there were times where i was like oh my god am i doing the right thing like you know this is such a big move and i i know deep down it's totally fine but i think when i was so tired like working massive days like eight to five consulting and coming to the clinic till like mm-hmm. eight or nine p.m doing admin stuff or just set like you know setting up flat uh, flat packs <laughs> but which mind you chris was doing most of them that was like that was hard the entire the entire period before we opened that was really hard mm-hmm. trying to push through um, and it just like didn't stop for you guys. Yeah. Like you had to keep consulting to keep the business running, but then yeah. you had all of that other stuff to do on top of it, which yeah. took a lot of time. Hey, and all those decisions like were had to be made in such a short amount of time, yeah. all at the one time as well. So yeah, and that I didn't realize that making decisions was actually really hard because all day long when we consult, we make decisions for our clients and what would be best yeah. for them, what we think would be clinically the best for them, but. I guess when it's a business thing too, it's just a lot yep. for my poor little brain to, to, you know, to tolerate. So this break was so good. And I'm glad I opened before Christmas mm-hmm. because I needed to open, figure out, like find my feet two weeks and then we go on Christmas break and then I can come yep. back refreshed and know that I, you know, everything will be sorted. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was so hard doing like setting up this clinic was the hardest thing I've ever done. And mm-hmm. I really, I underestimated how hard it would be. Yeah. I really, it's so worth it now, but I really didn't realize how much work it was. Was yeah. Not that it was a low. It was just challenging. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it a low. Oh, it was 100%, just challenging. Definitely. So for someone that could be listening that wants to have, start their own business, whether it's like physio or something else, what would be your number one tip then, based on that challenge? I honestly think talk to people, talk to as many people as you can in business, get a good accountant, get a good lawyer and like a business lawyer. Um, Make sure you have insurance and make sure if you open a clinic, like, or if you open whatever, if you need, say, for example, for us, a treatment bed and a uh, treatment bed, a reception desk and a a desk for the treatment rooms with the most important things to get up and running. So Mm. the treatment beds, Luckily, it took two weeks to arrive. But if you had to open a clinic and you needed a certain piece of furniture, but it wasn't arriving for like five months, yeah, that's going to put you back. 100%. So doing research about like what you need, what the staples are to open and be functioning and be, you know, yeah. a, a servicing practitioner. 
and then making sure you know how long the wait times are because with COVID, like I had to make yeah, sure 100%. everything came quickly, and luckily they did. You know, still I'm waiting on some furniture, but the main parts came, which mm-hmm. was that was honestly just luck. If they didn't arrive, I couldn't open for another couple of weeks. Yeah. Therefore, you lose business to pay rent, you double rent. So. I think doing all the fine-tuning work is really important, but then getting a good accountant is probably, like, the most important thing, I could mm. say. Because I would, I have no idea about numbers. I've learned so much, but I think, yeah, just getting advice from people mm-hmm. if you get overwhelmed, which I definitely did, like, just ask for help. Mm-hmm. Because, again, I'm terrible with delegating. And yeah. I want to try and help everyone and, you know, so. Definitely. And I think that, like, I mean, even if you were good with numbers, like, running your own business you need to have a good accountant anyway because how much extra stuff is there to do yeah when you're running your own business yeah 100 percent. but right what do you reckon what what would you say your challenge was this year i think yeah covid would be like the the obvious thing i think with the probably the hardest thing was when we were in our hard lockdowns Mm. was clinically reasoning people to come in or changing people to telehealth and that was very emotionally and mentally draining Mm -hmm. and it was hard to tell patients hey we want to change your appointment to telehealth because of x y and z Mm -hmm. but then your next patient you know qualifies to come in as an urgent patient like Mm. that was so hard and I think typically I mean telehealth we are definitely more used to you know operating that way after the last two years but living in a city people no don't necessarily want to do that you know everything has been so accessible for people for so long that people are just not happy to come in for telehealth particularly if we would typically do a um, physical examination like an internal assessment or whatever it may be so um that was really tough and then i think the the other thing to do with covid that's been really hard is wearing face masks we've been wearing face masks for two years in clinic or almost two years I do not know what probably like 80% of my patients look like. Like, mm, yeah, how crazy literally. Is that? It's so true. So, my patients that I maybe have seen like two, three years ago in another pregnancy that are coming back, I, I know them, right? Because mm. I've known them for ages. But all of my new clients over the last like nearly two years, I would have no yeah, idea what literally. they actually look like under their mask and vice versa. Like, yeah. I think that that's been really challenging. Yeah. And I was really looking forward to maybe masks not being something that's not mm. forever but it's definitely not going anywhere anytime soon it's um, crazy how different you look with a mask on yeah. and then you take it off and you're like whoa you're like a different person 100 and because the mask rules have changed in like outdoor settings and yeah. stuff like that in melbourne now you walk past people and people will like smile and say hello yeah. and you're like are they one of my patients do mm. i know them like i'm not sure like it's it's, it's such it's a weird so thing isn't weird. it yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's been challenging and then um just dealing with, I think, COVID and work in general, it was hard to have that work-life balance. And I think that we finally feel like we've got that over the last couple of months. Yeah. But um, that's been one of the biggest challenges. That was really hard for you because obviously you're in Melbourne and you guys really copped it, unfortunately. And, you know, you did so well during that time. But I couldn't imagine being in lockdown for as long as you guys did. Mm. You, guys, you guys did so well. It's just... It was just, yeah. yeah. It's just, what do you, what do you do, right? It was just what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And that, um, the long lockdown, the last one that we did, Mm. I think because we had done it before, Mm. it was no longer an opportunity to have some downtime and to read a book. It was actually, I'm so fatigued, Mm -hmm. like lockdown fatigue is what we kind of called it, Mm. but everyone was so fatigued that all you had was work. There was nothing on the weekend to kind of pick you up for work mm-hmm. the next week. So mm-hmm. you'd just roll into a Monday and you would be so fatigued and your week would be starting again mm-hmm. that it was hard to 
keep going. So yep. it's so nice that we've got other things to look forward to yeah. now. Yeah. And I think coming to this year, I think a lot of people are really excited for mm-hmm. new you know, new challenges and I think this year is going to be massive for both of us and for everyone. Like I think we're done with 2020, we're done with 2021, 2022 better be on their best behaviour because honestly, we're not going to cop it if it's not. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) But speaking of 2022, so that's what we're heading into. From a business perspective, says, what have you got in store for us this year? So I have, so my clinic has three treatment rooms. Mm-hmm. So it'll be myself in one room. The second room will be for a physio. So I'm looking at hiring a physio in pelvic floor. Which is huge. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Sarah has already employed someone to do her reception work. And yeah. now she is employing her second employee. Yeah. It's like so, it's so, so exciting. But I really need to. Like I, I want to treat everyone like you. We want to treat every single person. But at the end of the day, pelvic floor physio, it's, it is a niche and therefore there's not many of us around so I just want to help as much people as many people as we can because mm-hmm. women out there they need you know they need support and it's not readily available so I need to hire someone to help service more women and help you know mm-hmm. assist with women doing more things that they can't do now because of bladder leakage or you know or mm. whatnot so I am looking at hiring another physio, which is very exciting, very scary, but really exciting. I think, you know, it's going to be a real asset to have someone else on board as well. Mm-hmm. So I'll have someone in the new year starting, and then for the third room, it'll be a contracting room. So I've already got an acupuncturist lined up, so she's going to start on two days a week, and amazing. she'll work for herself in the room, and she specialises in fertility acupuncture, which is amazing because they are so hard to mm-hmm. find. And so, acupuncture, even just in terms of like pregnancy, mm, like how many women oh, go and seek acupuncture in pregnancy for pelvic girdle pain or 100%. to try and bring on labour or whatever it may be? Yeah, so cool. So she will really be an asset to the team. But then I've also got an exercise physiologist who will rent out the room for three days a week. Amazing. She's also a Pilates instructor, so she'll do some reformer Pilates um, patients and then so some massage cool. and exercise. So. She'll be great. And then, yeah, so we'll start with that. And then... It's all happening. Yeah, I just want to find my feet first, get some staff in. I just, you know, I want to create this environment where I can nurture staff. And it's a it's a fun place to come to. And it's not like a, oh, I don't want to get to work today. I want it to be like a nice, calming, mm-hmm. fun place to work. Not like a scary, you know, not like a, I don't want to go to work kind of place you yeah. know like I want but to I be feel like already just coming in here today and seeing the clinic for the first time it is such a calming and nice clinic that people are going to have the best like journey through yeah. this clinic like it's so nice it's like going to be like if you imagine that you're going and having like a luxurious <laughs> massage you get a tea on arrival while you're waiting for your clinician to be ready that's what it feels like when you come here so you're gonna walk out <laughs> feeling like a weight's been lifted off your shoulders <laughs> that's what i wanted because it's so nerve-wracking coming to see a physio in pelvic floor for your pelvic floor and to get internal exam is not the most pleasant assessment to have done so I just wanted patients to walk in here and not be not be nervous. I mean, nervous is very normal to feel, but I just want you to feel you know as calm and as comfortable as possible, yeah. and not be too yep. clinical. Mm-hmm. You know, so. absolutely. But yeah, so it's we'll do beautiful. that, and then we'll obviously this year we have a lot of like um, social events on. Like we're going to Canada for a wedding in September. We've got engagement parties, and we've got all these things on too. So. I'm just excited to be able to travel again and then have my clinic running and just be, yeah, just enjoy it. Just enjoy 
being able to travel and feeling a bit more free, I guess. Amazing. But what are your plans? 2022 is going to be a very exciting year Oh, it's going to be huge. So, yeah, Dylan and I have our engagement party in March, which is very exciting. so So, So soon. I feel like when we were in lockdown, we were like, oh, we'll plan it for March because, you know, we want to make sure everything's, like, going to be okay by then. But now that we've been out of lockdown, like, I don't know, a couple of months already, yeah. it feels like it's ages away. Yeah. You're like, oh, wow, it's really far away now. But it, so it's fast. coming around quick, which mm. is good. And then from a business perspective, I'm finishing up. So for those of you that don't know, I work publicly two days a week and I finish up um, my public work at the end of January. So I'm going to be working full time for myself so privately, exciting. which is really exciting. Just so excited to have a little bit more flexibility. Yeah. And With your diary too, because you're so 100%. And I just like, my ideal is like finishing work at lunchtime on a Friday, oh, just to kind dream. of wrap things up for the week. So mm-hmm. then on the weekend, there is like no work stuff yep. that I need to do. And then I can start fresh every Monday. Mm-hmm. So I'm so excited That'll for that. So but good. I'm also... I love working publicly and being able to help people that maybe can't see us privately. Um, so it's going to be really sad to let that go. But, but you've it's always going to be there. experience from that as well. So That's been much. really good for your yeah. patients privately, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely. No, it's been really good. And if I can keep on to some kind of public hours, mm. like maybe once a fortnight or something for a few hours, I definitely will. But mm. we will see. But that's kind so of exciting. that's probably it for the year. And then it's just future planning for like family and just wedding and wedding planning <laughs> oh my gosh so, yeah that's you need to find your dress 2022 <laughs> but so now so i can exciting. now i can fly to melbourne we can go or we can fly to sydney to find you a dress i and... know it's it's so exciting and then yeah from a podcast perspective i yes. think we're both really keen that now we can now we're back to some kind of normality with yep. travel and stuff we're really keen to get the podcast going again yep. and hopefully um do some trips and yep. really expand what we've already done with it, which is super keen. Super keen and exciting. (laughs) We're all super keen, but yeah, very exciting. But this was kind of like a bit of a recap because we haven't been on our podcast for what a good few, even like six months maybe. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a while. So we thought we'd do a bit of a refresher, say hi, we're still alive. Like we're still alive on the microphone. You can't um, get rid of us that easily. You can't get rid of us that easily. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we might wrap things up there, but stay tuned for this new year. 2022 is going to be a big one for both of us and the podcast. So we'll keep you posted yes and if you have like any feedback or if there is anyone that you want us to interview or any topics that you're really keen to hear more about please let us know because we're always looking for people to interview and we have so much lined up for you already but we want to give you guys what you want you want so please let us know Um, but otherwise good to be back in your ears and we will be in your ears next time i guess (laughs) see you in your ears Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you would like to learn more, please head over to our Instagram page at listenupladies.podcast. We would also really appreciate it if you could hit the subscribe button so our podcast is more accessible to women all over.